16 past the hour here on Local News Live. Tyler Jones back here with you now. We are pleased to welcome in our brother from another out in Hawaii, none other than Jonathan Sapi of Hawaii News Now, who is here to catch us up to speed on the first reported case of the Omicron variant in the state of Hawaii. Jonathan, appreciate you joining us as always, man. And this news just coming out literally within just a few moments ago. Yeah, I mean, in the last minutes, really, we heard a, from a press conference from the Department of Health here in Hawaii. Let me get you up to speed on all the details of what I know so far. So the state just reported its first confirmed case of Omicron variant, as you just said. But here's what's really interesting, guys. Officials say it is from an unvaccinated patient who had no history of travel. So that no history of travel part, very important there because you see all the efforts being taken across the country to contain this variant. And this patient at least had no history of travel is what the Department of Health is saying, meaning there is likely community spread of Omicron right here in the islands, which is very worrisome for state health officials. The Department of Health says that person who is the confirmed case, we don't know much details, but they are an adult under 65. The patient is here on the island where I am on Oahu and is at home in isolation, not in a hospital or anything like that. This news conference, of course, comes amid growing fears about this variant. I want to play out just a portion of that news conference we heard from Dr. Sarah Kimball, who is our state's epidemiologist. I would, I would have said that, yes, I would expect uh, ultimately Omicron to show up here. Um, it was just a matter of when, uh, because with each new variant, as we've seen, there's such a globalized world now. Uh, people travel to and fro, and um, this is a very infectious disease. So um, it was very likely that we would see spread. The idea is through the layer of mitigation to slow down spread. Uh, so that we don't see um, surges or spikes that can overwhelm our healthcare capacity. It is our job in public health to be concerned about new variants and this type of emerging strain. Um, that being said, there are a lot of unknowns here, so I don't want uh, I don't want people to panic about this. I think it's cause for attention and concern. But the tools we have in our toolbox remain uh, powerful tools to prevent transmission. But it does remind us we should be using them together. So to me, the main thing is this is a reminder, don't rely on your vaccination status alone. Don't rely on uh, on uh, staying home when you're sick alone. You kind of have to put all those things together, continue wearing your mask when you're in private spaces and in public spaces. And I think that combination of things is what's going to continue to prevent spread and slow transmission. That's Dr. Sarah Kimball there. Sorry about that audio. You know how the Zoom press conferences go. That's just the way it came in when she was speaking. That's our state epidemiologist. Of course, the World Health Organization now calling this variant a variant of concern. And I'd have to say people are definitely going to see a lot more of this from the sounds of it. Because just today, can you believe how many new cases have just popped up in the last 24 hours? I mean, we just were reporting our first case. I mean earlier this week it wasn't long ago at all yeah isn't that crazy to uh, think about jonathan so i gotta ask you then what is the covid situation in hawaii like right now well i have to say people were very optimistic recently you know 
As of yesterday, uh, emergency proclamation expired. A new one went into effect by our governor that really loosened a lot of restrictions. Here, let me pull up today's case numbers. And you can see they always seem low here in Hawaii, right? But 126 new cases today, one new death. But you always have to think relative, right? So our healthcare system is not as complex and as big as other parts of the country. So anytime those cases start ticking up into the several, uh, like in the 300s to 1,000, it gets really scary. 126, relatively low. Uh, we'd like to see them in the double digits or even lower here. Um, but again, those emergency proclamations uh, and rules really were starting to ease as of yesterday, and they still are in effect. So if you have your plans coming to Hawaii, anyone there on the mainland, uh, you will find that things like social distancing at restaurants no longer a thing as of yesterday. That's a big deal. But one thing that's still in effect is our indoor mask mandate. Hawaii has always been a little bit more restrictive than other states. I did want to give you sort of a slice of life, mentioning those social distancing rules at restaurants no longer in effect, no more contact tracing at restaurants in effect anymore. And that has not happened here in the state for 19 months, 19 months. So slice of life, I wanted to play out the story that our reporter Sammy Selena put together just on how businesses and restaurants are reacting to these eased rules. But now, of course, they're going to be more concerned because there are there is that report of Omicron. Businesses tell me these new rule changes will be a huge relief for them. Highway Inn hopes that this will help alleviate the long lines they've had in the evenings. Each table was six feet apart, and so now we've added tables in the middle, added more tables over there, as well as added more seats. Mark Taylor, the general manager, is happy that he can seat everyone for the lunch rush. Thank you. Enjoy. This is something restaurants have been looking forward to for a while. It was an appropriate time. I wish it would have been sooner, you know, but... Uh, I would I would side on cautionary. Now we have full capacity back in and the restaurants really, really need it. They also no longer have to keep contact information for customers. But the challenge ahead, hiring enough people to keep up with a full dining room. Uh, we've just hired about five to six people and we continue to hire. Um, we're going to need to hire some more people as well. It's the prep cooks, the fry cooks in the back that we're having a really hard time filling those positions. And there are folks still looking for work. A few of them showed up at the unemployment office. It's the first day of their reopening. If you have um, an issue with any of your un unemployment or any divisions at the Department of Labor addresses, they can come in and we will service them Wednesday through Friday of every week. The office's closure and long response times led to frustration over the course of the pandemic. But today, things went smoothly. Um, they asked to see my vaccination card, my ID. Um, they asked where I was going and then um, they let me in after they signed me in. It is a really exciting day for us. And there's a whole lot of people that hope it stays this way. Sammy Solina, Hawaii News Now. And I know in many parts of the country, you're not used to, you hear all how excited those businesses are here just to lose those social distancing restrictions, those uh, ID verifications, those right. vaccine verifications. And that's just now happening here. We've been a little bit more strict in other parts of the country. Yeah, I remember, Jonathan, watching some Hawaii uh, Rainbow Warrior football on television several months ago and seeing no fans in the stands still. And we've seen that. Pretty much everywhere in the, U in the continental U.S., 
we're back to full capacity stadiums and have been for a while. And so, yeah, just a whole different aura out there of how things are in Hawaii right now. Let's go ahead and shift gears. Uh, another big story in that state right now yeah, unfolding. Yeah. Something to do with the state's water supply. What can you tell me about that, Jonathan? Yeah, this is really, really, really big news here, and I'll get you caught up to date. So everyone's concerned. We started getting reports into our newsroom a few days ago about an oily, gassy-smelling substance in water, tap water, around the Pearl Harbor-Hickam area. Mm. So that's a joint base here, military base, of course, for Air Force and Navy. So yesterday, the Hawaii Department of Health detected petroleum-like product in a water sample they collected from that area. It was from an elementary school. So that was the first confirmation of what military households and other impacted residents had been complaining to us about for several days prior to that. But those results still raise questions, including how much petroleum is in that water and where did it come from? And that's the interesting part, because there is this fuel storage facility that's part of the military base there. It's called Red Hill Fuel Storage. And it was built back in World War II. It's underground facility, huge, massive, hundreds of millions of gallons of jet fuel can be stored there. There was a small leak uh, last week sometime, and it was like a uh, little over 10,000 gallons of water and mixed with some fuel. Some are pointing to that as a cause. We do not know that to be the case at all, but this place has been controversial for some time. So some are saying it came from that, but... The Navy is saying not so fast. We're still investigating. Uh, the Department of Health here saying don't drink that water. The Navy saying their test said it's still safe to drink. So a lot of contradiction and a lot of residents really alarmed, frustrated that they're not getting answers. And after that confirmation came yesterday that there was petroleum found in the water, and because many people were thinking maybe, hey, maybe it's bacteria. Hey, maybe it could be from something else. It might not be those fuel tanks. And again, we still don't know that. But they held a meeting last night, a town hall meeting. And I just want to play out a little bit of the frustration residents are feeling. Here we go. There's been so much misinformation, no information, nothing given to the residents here. I have called since Sunday. We are working to get everyone working towards the same goals, and that is to, to take care of our people. My children took a bath, and for 45 minutes afterwards, they complained of burning skin. On Monday, I woke up sick, and I've been busy ever since. So there have been water wagons set up to help people who are choosing not to use that water. Again, the Department of Health advising them not to, impacting businesses, impacting many homes that are in that area, and schools even, preparing lunches without water in the area just for precaution. And you heard what residents were complaining about. I, I mean, it seems a little spooky. Yeah, it certainly seems that way, and this issue, Jonathan, has already made its way up to Capitol Hill, right? Oh, yeah. This is coming out today at a congressional hearing. Our representative, Kai Kahele, really took on a top Navy commander in that hearing. Let me play out what he had to say. It was really sort of Aaron Brockovich-esque. As you can see here, there is a sheen on this drinking water. This is taken out of somebody's kitchen. Navy family housing at Pearl Harbor. And I can tell you myself that if you smell this water, you would know that there is something wrong with this water. There's a petroleum product in this water. 
Right now, the Navy is relying on community donations and using water tankers to distribute clean water to residents. You can smell some type of petroleum chemical in the water. The Department of Health and the University of Hawaii has con confirmed the petroleum in the water. And there have been concerns on the community for years on the possibility of leaks from Red Hill into the drinking water supply. This is a mother walking up to a water distribution site with a five-gallon jug so that she can take a shower last night. And yet the Navy seems totally unprepared for this situation that has now impacted the military's own service members and families. And what is happening on the ground in Hawaii right now is absolutely unacceptable. And I understand the operational importance of Red Hill facility to our military today and our military's readiness in the future. However, there have been three reported fuel leaks on Oahu in the last 20 months, and we need answers. Again, that's Representative Kai Kahele there. I'm happy to answer any other questions you guys got. What's up, Tyler? Jonathan, uh, so much going on. This water supply issue, the yeah. Omicron variant, any other big stories that are worth following in the estate of Hawaii that people around the country need to know about? Well, I would say just a lot of people are probably interested in traveling here, right? The holidays are right around the corner. And I think the concern would be how that Omicron variant is going to impact travel to the state and to the islands. You know, we had relatively strict procedures to get here. Uh, we have a safe travels program where you can test in or vaccinate in and you have to go online, show proof of your vaccination or say or your uh, negative COVID tests, and that still applies. So keep that in mind if you're planning any trip to the islands. Those rules still apply. Also, that indoor mask mandate that a lot of people aren't used to, and they're. And you're right. We just are opening things up. So I think you'll still find. A lot of restaurants are struggling to hire people, as you saw in Sammy Salina's report. We're still getting back on track compared to a lot of places on the mainland. I know we were chatting a little bit ago, and I follow you on Facebook, Tyler, and you are right. Those stadiums are full on the mainland, and we just allowed uh, spectators back in our stadium. May I was just a few weeks ago. It's relatively soon, and I'm not sure of the limit. I think it's, they can full capacity now. I'm not sure on that. Don't hold me to that. But I know just now starting to start up big events. We have one right around the corner, the Honolulu Marathon, expecting to have tens of thousands, at least 10,000 people come into town for that. But again, everyone wondering how that Omicron variant is going to impact everything, right? Now, Jonathan, uh, you, I won't hold to on that. Anyone else, I would hold to, but we'll <laughs> let it get away this time. Jonathan, before we go, where can people follow all your great work and your team at Hawaii News Now? Quick plug, by the way, over the holidays, folks, be tuned here to Local News Live. We've got some great documentaries that Jonathan, you and your team have put together that uh, people will get to enjoy uh, over these uh, next couple of weeks from time to time as well. Plug that for us before we go here. Awesome, yeah. I know we have uh, three that I was a part of. One is about Imelda and Ferdinand Marcos, former dictators of the Philippines, whose son is actually running for Philippine president right now big international story there it's about in the 80s how they had to be in exile in hawaii after ferdinand declared martial law in the philippines and was eventually ousted by a people's revolution there and then they had to be in exile here fascinating story there also 
is the musician is there's one about that which is so good filled with some amazing amazing music there and just if you're interested in anything hawaii news now i encourage you to download our streaming app because we have so much original content there if you're into hula dancing check it out we have archival video from our big hula competition at mary monarch is what it's called i love watching those i don't think i could quite hula dance but i'd be willing to see if anyone else could do it and do a good job at that, Jonathan, I I'm willing to put that out there. But me, I, not quite the hula dancer, to be honest. I always like doing this to you, Tyler. I always like doing this to you before we leave. Oh, Taking no. Outside, letting everyone see the beautiful 83-degree oh. weather here. I don't know what the temperature is like there, but I know it's getting chilly, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, it's like 60 here in <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska today, so not the end of the world. But Oh, I that's not bad. I'd still wear this Aloha shirt, man. 60, not, that's not bad. I can take that. Give us this shot one more time. Let's leave the folks <laughs> with uh, a look at uh, Hawaii one more oh. time, if you would, Jonathan. Uh, look at that. Oh, my gosh. Jonathan, appreciate you joining us, man. We will talk again down the line. That is uh, Jonathan Sapi from Hawaii News Now giving us the scoop on all things Hawaii here on Local News Live.